You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened after a day off, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth. And Nick, on, let's just reflect back to Monday, if we would, the last time that the JSE traded. In the morning on this show, we spoke about the S&P down nearly 3%. It was looking perilous at the time, but then it started to rally throughout the day and ended up closing up. I think the Dow Jones was up 1.1% or something like that. And then yesterday, of course, that thing rallied again. In other words, the US stock market. And suddenly, here we are on a Wednesday morning with the JSC green across the screen. Morning, Lindsay. Yeah, it, it is quite extraordinary. I mean, I guess once again highlighting the the volatility that's in, in the marketplace at the moment. I mean, that's a lot of people speaking about these wild swings, and I guess the last uh, sort of forty eight hours is it's totally evident to that. I mean, as you said, Monday the all share was down two and a half percent. It was actually its biggest drop since back on April the 15th. Uh, there was a very negative sort of um, feel about the marketplace, as you said. Uh, the Dow at one point almost looking to be down a 1,000 points. And then you turn your screens on this morning and it was all a bad dream. The top 40 currently up 3%, 1,500 points up. So completely erased uh, sort of Monday's drop and the rest. Mm. Uh, and the U.S., as you said, I mean, I think the Dow <clears throat> from, from sort of morning to night had almost a 1,400 point swing, which is massive, massive move on a on an index benchmark of that size. Uh, but yes, once again this morning, a lot of green on the screen and and people trying to dissect what is a lot of geopolitical news, a lot of uh, noise, a lot of stuff out of U.S. retail sales yesterday. But I guess the end result is a positive uh, spin to it, and we're seeing some, uh, markets and certainly uh, in Europe this morning and, and ourselves uh, up nicely. Yes, indeed. I mean, retail sales from the United States yesterday came out close to 18% up in the month of May, which is, uh, okay, it came off a low base, but it's pretty good. Whether it can continue or not, and whether it was just a once-off with people restocking, we don't know. But it certainly was a welcome number. And the other thing, of course, was um, in a political year, an election year, another stimulus package, almost, almost certainly being ratified by the Trump administration, another trillion or two trillion. I lose track of the numbers now. And that also help the numbers yeah so so that i mean that story's been doing the rounds for a while um that that sort of one trillion dollar infrastructure spending i think it was called something else beforehand and they're worried that it wouldn't get through the senate so they've changed the name to an infrastructure spending package but oh. uh, that story bloomberg breaking it well it's been as i said it's been around for a while uh, and yes and, and funny enough jay powell was speaking yesterday and he's scheduled to speak again today. Um, it's a sort of semi-annual presentation that he does. And I thought he was surprisingly sort of dovish uh, yesterday. I mean, he, he specifically pointed out a retail sales number, which was the best number uh, dating back to 1992. You know, another day, another record in this in this crazy marketplace. Uh, but he specifically uh, sort of mentioned that and said, just those May retail sales numbers, he says, uh, basically, we shouldn't get too... Uh, excited and we shouldn't overreact i quote this to surprisingly good economic data yes. as the the levels of employment and output remain far below their pre-pandemic levels so you get the feeling that the fed are, i get this feeling that, that they are getting quite concerned about the, the continued rise in, in asset prices um, which quite frankly they're responsible for most of it with the amount of money they're pouring in liquidity which they needed to uh, but i think it's it's starting to look a little bit uh, frothy, as you've been pointing out on the show for a while, and you know, Jay Powell sounding a bit of a downbeat 
comment there, but uh, obviously market ignored it and carried on pushing higher. Yes, when you have a look at the numbers, uh, retail sales are still down 6%, I think, on the year. That was a big number uh, for May, but if you smooth it all out, they're still down 6%, so not good. And as I say, when people come out of something, it's like when you come out of prison, the first thing you want to do is do all the things you haven't been normally able to do. So people go out and they've gone and spent because the US economy is based on spending. Let's, let's face it, not so much a producing economy anymore, apart from tech. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll, June will be the interesting numbers. So we must look forward to those. Um, what about the JSE this morning? So we got it wrong on Monday, let, let's face it. Even when the S&P mm. was rallying in the afternoon and, and coming off its lows, we still continued down at 25 2.6%, whatever it was. We got it completely wrong. Yeah, and it was surprising because South Africa was very much an outlier. And if I look at, I mean, if I looked at the other, I think we spoke on that Monday night when I said, if you look at the other emerging market currencies, I was looking at the sort of Russian ruble and, and the Turkish lira, we tend to be basketed with. You know, our rand was well over a percent weaker against the others, only down a half. And as you said, our stock market had a you know really big sell up, two and a half percent. So it really felt like a sort of SA play, and I don't know, someone or a large American market fund that was exiting SA. I mean, they just hit that sell button probably at the wrong time because, as you said, we've recouped that and some again this morning. But but again, you know, again, Lindsay just highlighting this uh, this volatility that we're seeing in the market. It's not you know what, what who's right and who's wrong right now. There's going to be a real tug of war. Uh, as we squeeze higher by the looks of things. Yes, indeed. Let's have a look at the spot prices because the dollar rand is 17.10. The British pound against the rand is 21.53. And the euro rand is 19.31 with the euro dollar, uh, 112.90 at the moment. That's a quarter of a percent rally for the euro, fall for the US dollar. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was up 2%. S&P was up 1.9. And the Nasdaq was up one and three quarters percent. This morning in the Far East, Shanghai up very slightly despite the new outbreak of COVID in Beijing. Tokyo down 0.5%, I think it is there. Hang Seng up 0.8%, Australia up 0.8%. The gold price, uh, 17.27, which is flat. The platinum price is um, $8.23 an ounce, which is down two. And Brent crude oil, give us the Brent crude oil price, if you would, and also the West Texas. Okay, so Brent, the benchmark, is currently down 0.32 of a percent. It's back above $40 a barrel, $40.82. Uh, and West Texas, the land lock version that's uh, down currently 0.81 percent at 30 just over 38 dollars 38 dollars and six cents and i forgot palladium where's palladium uh palladium also on the downside with the stronger dollar so 0.6 percent down 11 dollars down uh, currently trading at 1930 dollars per ounce okay now the stock exchange news service anything coming out any corporate news yeah, I saw there was there was a uh, trading up. There's a couple of trading updates this morning. Uh, started off with uh, with Massmart, uh, the retailer. Um, that out with they didn't look particularly bad. I mean, as I guess in line is what we've been seeing recently. So off the back of that, they I mean they did warn, and I must say it was quite accurate. It was for the nine week period up to the 31st of May. Uh, total sales were 4.6 billion rand lower, but I think as expected, and the stock's actually up 3%, but in line with the market. So no surprises there. Um, and there was something else out this morning. Trading statement was, from Itteltal, trading statement yeah, from Massmart. Mm. Anything else? No, I'm having a look. Impala Platinum is not going to exercise its option to increase its stake in the Waterberg project. That sort of housekeeping stuff going on there. Can't see anything else, really. 
No, and if I look at the diary as well, locally there's very little. I think there's some retail sales in number later this afternoon, but a little bit, I'm getting a little bit confused because there were quite a few of the stats essay numbers uh, sort of delayed uh, during COVID-19. So I'm not sure if this number was out or not yet. Uh, and then this afternoon, of course, we've got uh, US housing starts, a couple of sort of uh, weekly numbers too. So fairly thin and, and the market at the moment, I guess, shrugging off the geopolitical risks that we're seeing in the Far East as well. Um, and if the market's sort of squeezing higher. We are, as we speak, the S&P is on the, on the higher of the session, on the morning session. Yes, it was down about 0.2% uh, when I woke up, and now it's up around about 0.7%. So, yeah, the momentum uh, from yesterday continuing. On the JSC, the moves to the upside on my screen look as follows. Uh, Hammerson up 11.4%. Sassel, uh, this was a 120 stock a couple of days ago. Now it's a 150 rand a share stock, up 7.3%. DID Gold up 6 and 2 thirds. Aspen up nearly 6%. And Process is a 5.3% winner. And that's a really big move for a really big stock. And that uh, explains the, the near 3% move on the JSC. Transaction Capital down 2.8%. Itel Tile down 2.7%. Liberty Holdings down 1 and 3 quarters. And Imperial a 1.5% loser. Anything outside of those that you're looking at? No, but interesting to see that it is a very broad-based rally. As you said, you pointed out the heavyweights there as well, but uh, I'm looking at my indices, and I have not got one indice in the red. It's the first time I've seen that in a while. Mm. Uh, I mean, even the gold shares are up today, even given the stronger dollar, but obviously put into context of uh, playing a little bit of catch-up after us being shut yesterday. Very good. Give us those indices, if you would, after 45 minutes of trading. After 45 minutes of trading, it's a good Wednesday to be back. Uh, all share up 3.05%, 1,600 points to the green, 53,862. Yes, it is a big one. Uh, and the top 40, uh, we are now clawing back to that 50,000 level, 49,450, 1,500 points to the green, 3.2%. And as I said, uh, not a single indice in the red. Uh, we're starting with 4.91% firmer consumer on cyclicals. Technology shares up 5%, healthcare shares up 4 and a quarter. Energy, that index up to almost 4% given the moves in Sassel. Uh, and the financials to the bank, 3.32%. And I guess the real lagger, which is not much, industrial is the worst off, but still up 1.68%. Nick Kunza, thank you very much for your time. We'll speak tomorrow with David Shapiro for the 5 o'clock shadow. Nick Kunza is from Sun and Private Wealth, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.